Hey, Brianna. Hi. Hi, how are you? Thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. Happy to be here. So for those who have just joined us, Brianna is one of the recruiters at Hire Served. And I am Jean Southam, the CEO of Hire Served. Our company's mission is to connect service members and their families with employers who are looking to hire them. And so that involves uh, veterans. It also means former law enforcement officers, former firefighters, really those who have served on the front lines. We connect them with employers who are looking to hire them. And so we are starting today with Anchor, a new feature that we're going to call Ask the Recruiter. We find that a lot of job seekers have a ton of questions, and there's a lot of advice that tells you what not to do, but there's not enough advice that tells you what to do. So we're giving people an opportunity to ask us what they want to know straight from a recruiter, and Brianna, as well as our other recruiter, Tim, and the rest of our team are going to take turns answering those questions for you and making sure that we help you understand what you're looking for and know what, you know, know what to do when it comes your time to find a new job and to, or for veterans and firefighters, law enforcement, those who we normally work with, for them to transition out of service. So today we have a question. It comes to us from, oh, and I'm gonna butcher this name, Edo Flambert. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Um, but he says he's a job seeker. And he says, I have a professionally written resume. I'm a year out from my bachelor's degree, but I'm unable to get any interviews. Brianna, can you tell us, um, when you hear that, what are your thoughts and what are some suggestions for Edder to start getting those interviews? Absolutely. Well, my first suggestion is whether or not he has his bachelor's degree on his resume, because it sounds like since he's a year out from his bachelor's degree, he's going to want to make sure that on his resume, he doesn't just have his high school education and he has that he's very close to finishing his bachelor's degree with an expected date of completion. But it sounds like with a professional resume, likely they have put that information on there. Just make sure that you have um, all of that up-to-date education listed on there and your expected date of completion so that employers can kind of know where you're at in that process. Um, that being said, um, the, the next thing I would really think about is making sure that you have your updated resume on Indeed. So they have the opportunity on Indeed, or you have the opportunity to upload a current document. And as soon as you upload that document, recruiters who are searching through Indeed for your resume will be able to generally search and contact you if you give that option to put it on there. And that's one place that recruiters are really looking. The other thing I would say is two other sites that I routinely use as a recruiter are Glassdoor and LinkedIn. And if you don't have a LinkedIn, you absolutely <laughs> must develop a LinkedIn profile. And preferably, absolutely, you must have a great photo on there. And please make sure it's professional and up-to-date um, as well. And then couple other just really quick suggestions. Um, if you have a strong alumni network, if you're currently at that school, make sure that you're adding idea. as many people yeah, from that school alumni network because those are the groups that are really um, going to trust and have the same kind of experiences as you've had um, at that particular school. My alumni network just happens to be extremely strong because it was a small private school, um, that may not be the case, but at least there'll be the recognition that, you know, you have this in your past and you have this similarity. Um, and then lastly, um, join groups on LinkedIn. Um, a lot of recruiters are searching through those groups. If you're a vet, 
you're going to want to make sure you're joining all those veteran groups. Again, maybe alumni groups, um, groups that have similar hobbies, interests, um, backgrounds, um, future, you know, uh, if you want to be a project manager, see if you can get into a project management group, whatever it is you're interested in, you want to be involved in those groups because that's another place that recruiters will be searching. So that was chock full of great information. I hadn't even thought about the um, ensuring that you've got your expected graduation date. That's pretty spectacular. Um, you talked about LinkedIn, and I'm going to want to pound on that a little bit because you and I both know the value of LinkedIn, um, and we really stress it with everyone we work with. Um, but for somebody who has never been on LinkedIn, um, they may have a Facebook profile, they may be on Instagram, but they haven't got a LinkedIn profile. How do they start with LinkedIn, and can you tell them really why is LinkedIn valuable? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I, I get questions like this a lot from um, people who aren't really sure about the value of LinkedIn. Sometimes people say to me, well, isn't it just going to be a new site, you know, five years from now, um, and LinkedIn won't even matter, or maybe some new technology will come along. The reality of the, the situation is that LinkedIn has only grown bigger and bigger and is, a, is the top most valued um, place that recruiters are searching. Um, they know that the people that are looking for jobs are on LinkedIn. So if you're wanting to connect with people who want to hire you, you really have to be on LinkedIn. Over nine, I believe the statistic is 93% of recruiters will look you up on LinkedIn before considering um, whether to hire you at some point. And so uh, LinkedIn is just crucial to show that you are an active technologically proficient person in this job market who really knows what the standards are. And so um, that's, that's really the importance of it as far as how to get started with it. I always suggest that people reach out to people, to others who might have a great presence on LinkedIn. You can, um, you know, you likely have a family friend or a family member that is active on LinkedIn. Um, it's easier to get started on it if you have someone to show you all the different tricks and, and parts of LinkedIn that are helpful. That said, don't let it overwhelm you. If you can sign up for, you know, a Gmail account, <laughs> you can gen if you have yeah. technologically proficient in that way, just start. Don't wait to start. Just get on there, upload a photo, put in a basic job history, and flush it out as you go along. So I love that. You're right. Just start is the biggest thing. We we get so afraid of um, the potential of things not being perfect that sometimes we get crippled and we don't start moving. Um, as a recruiter, when you look at LinkedIn, what are the things you're looking for? So you already said a great photo, and I think I'm going to harp on that a little bit. I've seen way too many bathroom selfies and way too mm -hmm. much um, cleavage on LinkedIn, yes. and I that it concerns me when I when when I see people who it looks like it really should be a dating profile picture, and instead it's a LinkedIn picture. Um, that is going to be off-putting to an employer. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, honestly, just from an HR perspective, right, if you're a human resources person, part of your job is making sure that the company is protected from um, any and all kinds of lawsuits. And mm -hmm. um, when there's an overly personal Suggestive. photo on yeah. LinkedIn, right, it feels a little bit like this person could be a risk. So it's not mm -hmm. just, oh, people don't want you to look pretty on LinkedIn, or they don't want you to you know, they, they think your picture in your bathroom is, um, I mean, it's unprofessional, but it also kind of makes that red flag go off, right, for recruiters who mm -hmm. are thinking about protecting their co companies, right? Um, 
What else? So, so describe then, so you said a good professional picture. So we're talking, put on the kind of clothes you would wear to the job you're trying to get. Go yes. in front of a background that is not your bathroom and is not, um, like, what, what other backgrounds are horrible that you've seen? Absolutely. No, I would recommend the same thing. Um, I Horrible backgrounds, I've seen, yeah, mirrors, um, anything that – uh, uh, any family picnic or being cut out of yes, a, that's of a it. Cutting out your friends uh, and family. Don't yes. do that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You don't. This yes. is not Facebook. This is not your, you know, your birthday party. Um, this is really a place where what we call a headshot is really important. Um, a headshot is just something that you take a little extra time to do. So it doesn't have to be, you know, a professional photographer. It could be, you know, your cousin who really takes. Yeah. nice photos as long as it's you know against a you know really clear background you know uh, just a background that's devoid of all you know things that might be extraneous um but is also just you know um a picture of you in your best attire you know what you would wear to work like you mentioned with just clean cut hair clean cut makeup not too much makeup just think as you know think of a, like a picture of a lawyer or like someone who's a professional and what they're trying to achieve is a picture of competence. So as much as possible, yeah. try to get a picture of that. And the last thing I would say is if you're unsure about what that looks like, there is an awesome website and I'm and maybe we can link to it in the comments because I can't come up with it right now on the top of my head, but essentially okay. it's a website that'll, yes, yeah, a website that allows you to um, put up a photo like you would on a dating website, but it's not a dating you know, website, it's to show your professional competency. So people rate you on how likable you look, how competent you look, and how, you know, um, I think it's like leadership, why, whether you look like a leader. And so they rate you on three different competencies just based on what you look like. And the reality of the situation is even if you don't believe that looks are everything, which we all don't believe that looks are everything, we want to believe that it's about who you are on the inside. But you want to always present that professional appearance. And for people that don't have a chance to know you, all they have to go off of is what you have on that profile and what your photo is saying about you. So to have a website like that and then have people kind of give you feedback, um, even just the stra strangers <clears throat> give you feedback <laughs> is, is really awesome. Sorry, excuse me. Um, is a really awesome opportunity to just say, you know, what do people think about me? For example, when I put my photo up there, I got that I looked very young, but I looked very likable. So I was like, okay, great. I look likable, but how can I amp up my, you know, kind of how can I make myself look a little older in another photo so that I kind of have that competent look? Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah, so that's a, just a suggestion there. That's great, and we will definitely link to that site and share that with people. Um, and I think the other piece that's super interesting, Brianna, is you talk about that likability factor. And um, I used to work for the government, and I know uh, all of our veterans, obviously, and our prior law enforcement officers, when you take your pictures for your government ID, it's actually, you're told not to smile because I was too smiley um, and told I had to stop smiling. <laughs> and, um, there you go. That, right, right? So you get used to all your professional pictures being ones where you don't smile. And I see that a lot with the veterans we work with 
on LinkedIn is that they look like they want to kill people. And I'm like, that is not what we're trying. Like a recruiter in the private sector does not want to interview you if you look like you want to murder people. So that likability thing is it's a real, it's a real thing you have to think about. Yes, absolutely. And, and the, the website just came to me. It's called photofeeler.com, P-H-O-T-O, and then F-E-E-L-E-R.com. So photofeeler.com if you want to kind of test it out and see what your LinkedIn profile does. Awesome, photofeeler.com. Okay, cool. So we've got one more that I just want to talk about because it's along these same lines. And again, we specialize in helping companies recruit for prior service members. So Brianna, with your past history, you were a resume writer for Hire Heroes USA, which is a service Mm -hmm. for veterans and military spouses. You have seen probably more veteran resumes than I have. And I was the recruiter for six months at yeah, General Crystal's company, McChrystal Group, where I felt like I was never going to stop reading military resumes, <laughs> and I think you've got me beat. Um, so what I would love for you to talk about, um, since we're talking about LinkedIn, is really that question of, do I put veteran in my headlines or do I not? Mm-hmm. And I wrote a blog about this this weekend, but I'm super curious to kind of hear your thoughts on it because I know you come with this wealth of information. So do veterans write veteran in their headline? Does it help them get jobs? Does it hurt them from getting jobs? How do they do it or not do it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that um, veteran is always an excellent um, marker of kind of a group of people that are committed to service and committed to really um, operations and really being excellent at that operations piece of, of aggregating a bunch of people and, and working together as a team. And so I think in that sense, um, the word veteran really communicates uh, an ethic and an ethos that can be um, just exceptional and ex- excellence, um, a sense of excellence. Um, at the same time, I would say um, if your resume is formatted in a way that it doesn't use civilian speak, and what I mean by that is it has lots of jargon, it has lots of term, you know, terminology that a civilian would be like, I don't know what the directorate of you know such and such is, or I don't understand mm-hmm. you know rank this this ranking right. system. I don't understand. Uh, for example, sometimes I see people talk about. Um, where they were stationed, but it's like three lines of text, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, <laughs> and their grade and their military grade and all of this, and so uh, a civilian is just going to get overwhelmed. Um, so it's not necessarily that they don't like that; it's just that they don't know what to do with it. And when people don't know what to do with something, they tend to kind of push it away. And so you want to make it uh, as easy as possible for that civilian to understand who you are and what you're about. And I believe a veteran, being a veteran is a crucial part of that and, and an awesome part of it. It's just trying to communicate what you've done and who you are in a way that's understandable so that they can say, oh, I totally get how you led operations in this area um, without using the, the extensive jargon that may be unique to your team or, you, or who you are as a veteran, if that makes sense. That does. And so that LinkedIn headline, it's usually what you can get like a line or two out of it. Um, So how would someone maximize that instead of 
writing, transitioning veteran, U.S. Navy, um, yep. former master surgeon. I, and I'm, I'm kind of butchering a bunch of different ranks and yeah, services no, all understand. together. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've seen some where they take that entire headline space yeah. and write all kinds of jargon. I've seen some where they just write transitioning veteran, um, which I feel like the, the challenge is we want people to understand in that headline instantly who you are and what you mm-hmm. bring to their business, right? And so yes. how might someone um, use that headline to their advantage? Yeah, I think, I think um, the headline is really a place where recruiters are looking to see to see how you fit into what they're looking for. So that's always so important to keep in mind. It's not about who you are right now as much as it is about who you want to be. Um, and I know that sounds sounds kind of weird, but sometimes to think about what is it that I am anticipating or what is it that I'm looking for. But, for example, if you're in the, a veteran and you are really interested in project management and you've taken some project management classes and you're just kind of getting your feet wet in this area, um, you may want to put that you're a veteran, but then you, but you might want to proceed or follow it with project management or um, – project coordination, operations, a lot of key words that are going to feed into what it is you're actually aspiring to do. Um, And that's going to be the most crucial component of that headline because you only have a certain amount of space, but that's the space that recruiters are searching for. So they're going to be looking through LinkedIn for you. And if they're looking for a project manager and you're just writing, you know, your background in the military, they're not really going to connect two and two together immediately. And so you're going to want to make it as easy as possible for them to say, hey, you know, this person has a lot of operations experience. They're they're a veteran. It looks like they've also really pursued project management, and all of their profile is leading me to believe that they would be an awesome project manager. Um, So that's, that's where you're trying to do. You're trying to really brand yourself forward. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Thanks, Bray, for that. I appreciate it. Um, all right. I think that should wrap us up for today. For anyone who has questions for the recruiter, we have a form on our Facebook page, and um, hopefully we'll get it launched up onto our website here soon, uh, Ask the Recruiter. And our webpage is hireserved.com. Our Facebook is also facebook.com slash hireserved. Our Instagram is at hireserve. There's a theme here. So um, you can find us on any of the social channels, and uh, hopefully your question will be answered by Brianna or Tim in an upcoming episode. Bree, thank you so much for joining us. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much, Jane. It's lovely. Bye-bye. Bye.